If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This week's This Life with Dr. Bob Forrest is courtesy of Bergamot Sport, an all-natural athletic performance-enhancing and muscle recovery supplement with the usual multiple cardiovascular benefits associated with the polyphenols in the Bergamet products. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Forrest and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around your iPhone and listen. <laughs> it's time for another episode of Dr. Drew and Bob's This Life. And we are privileged to have our friend Rob, Rob Schneider back and his Thank beautiful you. wife, Patricia. I've been waiting here. a week to Thank bow you. down to your husband. Oh, yeah. He is one man who said Trump's going to win for sure. He, he didn't He didn't pull his punch on that. He's like, you don't understand. You guys don't understand? You'll, we'll I say. went home that day thinking <laughs> Trump is going to win. He's very convincing, right? Yeah. And, and then, and then uh, uh, Rob texted me like hours after he won. You were like, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, I was out there in the Netherlands because, I mean, it's true. I mean, California and New York is not America. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's like the difference between, um, you know, being, uh, you know, it's true. It's like there, there's like being in San Francisco and crossing the bridge and going into Hayward. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. When you leave 45 minutes outside any major city, yeah. major cities have a huge, you have to be democratic. It's just like going back historically in North Africa when you had like, which actually the Islamic governments in North Africa, I'm talking about a thousand years ago, they had an influx of people. And all those influx, you have to become liberal. You have to become moderate because it's better for business. It's better for everything. People but get if, along. Yeah, people, they have to get yeah. along. And then you you find out you have influx and all of a sudden you get these new different spices and then you get you know it's it's more interesting and an influx of trading and it, it just causes and you for, see the value in it so hold do. on so hold on we're going the down liberalization a we're but, going down a political rabbit hole before we go down the oh, political okay. I, I want to i want to excuse me about for a second yes <laughs> i, I want to gush about these guys show i know i okay. watched it laying oh, in the bathtub okay. the other night so i had watched it <laughs> i had watched it before and and I told you I was a little distracted by last time because I was like, oh, they overcasted the wife. <laughs> and I went and I'm like, oh, I was sort of distracted. I'm like, oh, God, who's the casting director? Oh, my God, his wife casted that woman as his wife? And then, then, I'm look, then I'm looking at the cast. I'm like, oh, I'm such an asshole. So before I ever, we have ever well, met, you. we've met since. So this time we went back. My whole family binge-watched several episodes. Oh, thank you. And I want to tell you, Rob, seriously, there is so much about that show that is so good. we got to figure out how to get like everybody watching it. And I've got oh, an idea. You. I've got an Please. idea. Please. Let, let me just say it. The music is fantastic. Thank Did you. Did you like the music? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. 
editing. Did you do that? Yeah. I, yeah oh my god. Good. The editing was great. Thank Direction you. was great. Thank I you. I love the way the, the color choice that, that you said that was you said last time that was her. Patrice but, is is, a, is but, really on. But the the ang- the camera angles and stuff and the way it all hung together, I thought, "Oh my god, it's all just it's tight." Thank you. So really well done and it's funny and I use the the yard stip I use these days is sort of Louie. I sort of like oh, all yeah, the stuff yeah, he does. Brilliant. You're you're in the zone. Well, thank you're you, in thank that category. You. This next so season. So how how are we going to get everybody to watch this thing? Well, and you know what I thought? I thought we should pit Sophia Vergara has become such a yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Pitched her. Is it about? That's it's about what, her. I did call it's my about. friend Ron Perlman, who still owns Revlon, and <laughs> uh, and I, I actually introduced Patricia. Patricia's got this wonderful thing because she doesn't care about meeting anybody or like you know, celebrities. I remember she, she met this famous uh, actress, and she just uh, was interested. About two seconds, and then talk to like the caterer. She got two kids now. She's busy. (laughs) (laughs) And also, I mean, truthfully, I have this thing. Like, I, I. I go crazy for for people that probably I shouldn't go crazy. Like who? Like, for instance, my birthday that happened two years ago. Remember? Then you surprised me with With this with with these guys. Their name are the Christoph Christoph brothers. That nobody knows, and I was so excited about that because they 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 were just. Uh, but in a way, that's the way the world is now. Everything's so fragmented. You get, you become a no, fan of some little thing, I, and that's I'm what you saw them on America's Got Talent. These guys who balance each other's heads. Oh, yeah, stick <laughs> at each other's heads. Yeah. Right? They're, they're, I've seen them. So oh, they're on the yeah. Clippers halftime show too. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she's more impressed with that than was, she is. I was so impressed, and, and oh that's, God, that's, that's, funny. that's the kind of people that I'm really but, excited about. But I, I am telling you, because because your part sort of goes without saying, and I and I. I love, I love the way you make fun of yourself on it. It's just it's so spot on. I, I know she likes it too. I can tell. But but you should you should be pitching this. Oh, this is about, oh it's about the you. news. If you ever got that's what this show is about. That's what we need to do. Yeah, yeah. and I think people would sort of it's, be intrigued by it's that. Reverse. I love Lucy. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you yeah. go. Except uh, and, yeah. and Lucy's you're Lucy. Complete. <laughs> megalomaniacal <laughs> narcissism <laughs> and I'm Lucy right yeah exactly who is, who is the assistant who, Jesse is that his name Jamie Jamie he's yeah. a lovely guy he wrote this next season's ridiculous yeah. we have a bear attack we have a cat <laughs> he gets attacked by a cat Jamie does and then like yeah. Patricia has a great co- comic mind she worked on this uh, show called Get Us the Chistas which is War of the Jokes <laughs> and she's so she's literally for a couple of years she did this so she just heard jokes after jokes after jokes it's like how long is that show it was one hour of just so jokes. Just, just jokes. Oh. So she heard every joke. Where was that? Oh, yeah. Where was it? That, that's in uh, in Mexico. They, I think the, the show is still going. But yeah. I, I assure you, like, if you tell me one joke, I, I you know, know the punchline. I know it. Yeah, like, you know I know going. every joke yeah. in the world. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like for instance, there's a joke like uh, Chichi. I think I, we. Uh, it's like Chichi. She knows it as Bunga Bunga. The punchline. <laughs> Basically, it's like there's this explorer in, in South, South America. And uh, he gets ca- there's three explorers that get captured by the natives, and the natives say, "Okay, you got the choice." They take him up to the king. You got my choice: name death or Chichi. You know the joke? <laughs> no. They say, "Okay, I guess we'll take Chichi." Okay, Chichi. So all the natives rip off his clothes, and they all, you know, have their, have their way with him and abuse him uh, sexually, and then they and then they hang him from a tree dead. And say, "Okay, second explorer, you got no choice: death or Chichi." And so he says, "I guess Chichi." So they rip off his clothes, and they all have sex with <laughs> him, and then they hang him from a tree until he's dead. They go to the third explorer. Okay, you got a choice: death or Chichi. He says, "I guess death." Okay, death. But first, Chi-Chi. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Patricia heard that as bonga bonga. <laughs> but first, bonga bonga. <laughs> you know, in, in Espanol, primero bonga bonga. 
So it's just uh, there's these jokes that, and then she would tell me jokes from Mexico that I'd never heard before because it's a different cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. they have a mean sense of humor. Oh. One of the funniest things. I mean, if when you know when you when she shows you something, you don't know the people, but you still laugh really hard. Yeah, that means there's something intrinsically universally funny about it. Yeah, like there was this really interesting joke that was really broad, really mean, viciously mean, <laughs> and extremely a great surprise. It's this thing called Fabarucci. You never heard of him. You never will probably. He's a Mexican. Mexican, uh, 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 a prom- oh, they call him an announcer, not an announcer. He's just a host. A they call him a host. It's like we, Don Francisco. Yeah, yeah. We would call him like an announcer. Name? The guy, the, the Sabro Gigante? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so a real guy. Oh, top guy? He's, he's oh, yeah. more into the uh, celebrity, you know, oh, like yeah. gossip. Yeah. Interview, like okay. Mario Lopez, basically. Uh, okay, got but, it. But, you know, just, so this guy is, you know, everybody kind of knows he's gay and everything. And so what happened was this guy got beaten in a, by a gay prostitute that he decided to not pay bad idea real muscular guy and this guy he got beaten with an inch of his life and just like that's not the funny part (laughs) thank you but but that's but like so but but anyway so that's that happened and he denied that it was a gay thing well because he's not openly gay he's not openly gay which is Uh, fine yeah whatever and And, and so machismo in Mexico exactly I mean I don't know if he really is gay I'm assuming at the same time there was this promotion (laughs) he was with the gay prostitute I know who knows Maybe. Means he's gay. Yeah, a few cocktails. You think so? Maybe they That's were having a nice cultural They were having a nice conversation, oh, and they yeah. had <laughs> they had coffee. One thing led to another. He beat the crap out of him. But but anyway, so so there was this commercial at about the same time. There was this promotion, which is a very good promotion about like when you hit one of us you hit all of us and it was all these women and it was these famous women and they would see them slowly turn in this commercial and they would see one of them was a famous author one was a famous was a woman politician one was a famous uh, you know uh, a singer yeah like like all the important you women. know women, women yeah. from the society yeah and then somebody edited on the youtube at the end of it they had uh, Fabarucci <laughs> coming at the end, oh. and it was just to me, it was just like screamingly funny. Just, it's a horrible thing, but at the same time, you, you couldn't do that here. You couldn't do that no, in America. No, no, you no. get crucified. No, right? well, you couldn't do that now for sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I'm saying on YouTube, things you, you yeah. just get out there. But the, like I, I said before, like. Um, I think it's important. This is my son, Jordan. I made him watch your show the other night. He loved oh, it. Oh, thank you. Great thank to see you. you. All right, thank nice. you. So we, um, uh, basically, what well, I do agree with John Cleese. He says that, like, you know, about political correctness. He said, it, it's not right. They said that the most, um, uh, the most, uh, what nuts, uh, the, the people most sensitive should not be the ones deciding what everybody else gets to watch, listen, and, and decide yeah. what, what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's really true. I think there's a, there's a political correctness about so it. So where, where do you, and by the way, the Real Rob shows on Netflix, go mm-hmm. get it. Can you get anywhere else? The reason I watch it in the bathtub Netflix. is Netflix. because we have a smart TV in the bathroom to watch while we're on TV. It's a one <laughs> Wi-Fi TV. So, so that's where I watch well, you guys' show. That's relaxing. We're taking a bath. When is it? When, is it, when are you <laughs> Episode starting. We start. We're gonna probably probably June. And you put the whole we're thing up at now. once. We're shooting it again. Yeah, it, it mm-hmm. all goes up. Basically, we spend about a year and a half to two years on it, and then people watch it in like uh, in three days. Two yeah. days. Yeah, I can see why it's good. And and the um, the scenes. That, I'm just curious about this. Lots of footage from Los Angeles. You guys took. Yeah, yeah. It, that's all inter- interesting choices there too. I wanted to show the freneticism and the stress of the LA. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like it's so fast and it's so many people in your face and it's traffic and then at the same time it's like and then you're back in your house. 
Right. There is some psychic damage from that. And then you have to make the decision what you forgot to go do, and you have to go back out into it for five minutes. Well, that's the first time you moved to L.A. See, but what I like is that usually with the way that's portrayed at television or, or film is the freeway. And you've yeah. made some like iconic choices of what you know intersections you're showing and stuff, which are the ones we're all dealing with every day. <laughs> yeah, you know? well, I mean everybody can see the freeways stuff, but I wanted yeah. to show like uh, like the traffic like on Ventura. Yeah, yeah. right. Making a left turn. That's, <laughs> that's really in your way because you think you're off the freeway, you're safe, but you're not. No, you're now these days it's the worst. Now you're stuck because everybody's going. I'll just take Ventura for a little bit. Do <laughs> you guys live you're in the stuck. valley? We're way out in Calabasas. Oh, my yeah. God. Like Thank the, you for coming in today. Have you ever figured out the 405 Ventura Boulevard 101, the shortcuts around there? Because you'll end up None on a dead-end street. None of them work. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't work. You don't even yeah. know. You'll end up in a miniature golf parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're Waze, talking about. Waze helps a little bit. Well, Waze is torturing me because Waze, uh, my street is a shortcut getting around the Franklin traffic, right, by the 101. And so people go flying past my house where it's a little tiny windy road, and I always scream at them, Waves, motherfuckers! (laughs) (laughs) It's true, because you can tell them they're driving like they're not neighborhood people. And they're groups, too, like 12. Yeah, like (laughs) (laughs) trying to get around the traffic. So, so Rob, open the door a little bit to politics here with some of your last comments. So, so I, I, came, I, I, I came here. I got a show this afternoon, but I came here to talk about, okay. to bow down to your husband and to say, what comes next, Nostradamus? Well, that, that was one of the first things he walked in and said, I want to know what he's got next well, today. Well, I'll tell Does you he get what, impeached by Republicans? Well, I tell you what. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, was, I wanted to look up before I came here what the number of Republicans required with the Democrats to be enough. I don't know if it's two-thirds <laughs> or if it's just 60 or 51, but I know that... Uh, the uh, impeachment of uh, the last Nixon. president. Nixon. Well, the, the one that was actually oh, impeached. Clinton. Uh, well, the, oh. there was well a, the impeachment technically the, is the process. The process. Yeah. The one who was successfully impeached uh, was um, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. 1860, whatever. After, after Lincoln. What because it? Johnson was actually trying to put in uh, some of what Lincoln wanted. Right. To Moderate stuff in the South. To he he, was, he it didn't the, want to punish the South yeah. forever for, uh, for restitutions for the war. And so that's one that uh, it got between with one vote. I think that like he's gonna, you know, he has not tempered his views at all. I'm, I'm kind of taking, I'm surprised taking by that. Back, yeah, yeah, I thought it was. Gonna I thought be he's different. like okay. I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I'm really a Democrat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I thought too. <laughs> but uh, I think. Uh, but maybe there may be a weird. I think he goes through life using game theory. Everything is a negotiation. Everything mm-hmm. he starts with extreme on everything, and you really don't know where he's trying to go because it's because yeah. it's always couched in a lot of extreme rhetoric. But, but he's being. But I think he's being successfully used by different groups, uh, like Bannon you know, for sure. Well, yeah. Well, being like and, and willingly wanting to be used. Like for instance, like he just tell when he was doing those prayer meetings. He'd never pray, prayed before in his life. He's, he's looking up, you know, and like, you know, you know, somebody wants to hold his hand. He's like, well, how do I do that? You know, is it over or under? You know? So I think he's, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's it's definitely, I think there's some. Uh, it's interesting. Well, well it's interesting, it's all but it's also. It's going to come down to jobs and there are no jobs to have. Well, I, w- I will tell you this. I mean, I will say that there uh, there's not going to be, it's not 100% negative. And I will say like, you know, the Democrats, for all the women that were brave enough and like got together and like came March the other day, that's a good positive thing. Yeah. Get involved in the political process. Yeah. They got involved a little late. Yeah. yeah, but for instance, spending and I don't mean to de- to in any way to denigrate the problems of transgender people at all. That's very di- 
difficult thing to do. But like, it's a small amount of people. God bless them. A small amount of people. But worrying about like the bathrooms issue is not a real issue. Yeah. When, when millions of people are out of work. When millions of people are out of work yeah. in the Rust Belt, and like the problems that we have, respectfully, in Los Angeles, in New York, a lot of them are real quality problems. But you're a smart, smart man, and you know if he if those factories come back, right? There's not going to be any people working in them. Not the tens of thousands that used to 40 years ago. It's there's going to be, be like 1,100 engineers working well, in there's them. Well, there's a... There's a con, there's, so he lied about that. Well, but, but, those, so but those 1,100... But you have to understand, though, 1,100 jobs in a small town is a huge But it's impact. there's no engineers in, in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Well, but, but the fact of the matter is, I mean, look... But they're they're going to come Mexicans. from Mexico. <laughs> they're going to come from Mexico and Pakistan well, to you go said, work you in said that. Patty had an interesting take on this, yes? Yeah. What's you, your take? Well, I'm I'm definitely not happy with the you know with with the kind of person that he that that he seems to be. You know, my my real issue with with Donald Trump is not you don't like his personhood. Yes, exactly. But, but real, I was thinking about this. Somebody, somebody really was, there, me there was a bunch that. of That's stuff. That's when Drew jumped off this ship. We were sitting in the kitchen here, and he goes, yeah, over the over the the videotape, he said, I'm out. This is ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's indefensible. You know what I mean? And but, Drew's about the most open-minded guy in the world. I'm super He's like, moderate. I'm out. I, I'm, yeah. I, Rob, I think, I'm, I think you're kind of getting like me where you yeah. hate everybody. <laughs> like, I hate them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm sick of everybody. Yeah. And, but and, are and, all hatreds equal? But I'm super moderate as well, so I'm giving everybody a chance because I'm super moderate. Yeah. Um, but there's some stuff going on about in Facebook who, who he's a narcissist, malignant narcissist, all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I thought, hmm, what, we have, certainly we've had malignant narcissists in the White House. Well, the last one was Theodore Roosevelt. He's a malignant yeah. narcissist, he, and yeah. you can tell malignant narcissist because the kids all are messed up and flee, and you know his killed, he had killed himself and stuff. So Teddy Roosevelt was a, so malignant narcissists have done. Okay, <laughs> White House they historically. Could. It depends so. on like what I was. I mean, honestly, what wasn't I was, he one of the richest presidents, and he went ap- after big business? Yeah, that was what? a strange. Well, there's contradiction. A, yeah, yeah. He also, you know, he was involved in the the um, you know the, the takeover of the Philippines, and there was an ugly. There's a. Oh, he's a yeah, Dajo he was, was like a massacre in the Philippines. That was like it was horrible. Oh, no, he was a maniac. But Teddy but at the was same a time, what, one of my favorite presidents. Why was he? Try, I think why did he Trump, try to break up the monopolies? Why, why was he? Because it was, was popular, that? frankly. Well, there was a, there was a union movement about that time. First of all, there was a, what happened. The, the, the beginning of unionization in America was when there was a massacre in a coal, from for coal workers. And that's what turned the tide. And it's when you have like Carnegie Mellon and you had like the Rockefellers started yeah. their own foundations. That was the beginning of this public relations thing in America because the people had turned and the newspapers had turned against these uh, people because they realized they were just hiring police, Pinkertons, the original police, to kill uh, people. Protesters, who, uh, just, yeah. you know, men, women, it, and it, children it got ridiculous. You couldn't it, live. Theodore people Roosevelt. couldn't make a living. And so, yeah. you know, the, the tide had turned. And he was one of the guys who recognized that the tide had turned. And, and he, even though he was sort of yelling at his peers, he, he really was telling them to be responsible. And he thought, he, he had a long, his story is long and, and storied. You know, he was the commissioner of police in New York City and used to walk around. He was manic as hell. He used to walk around at night and beat people up by himself. But at the same time, he did have a come around. I mean, Teddy Roosevelt did have an idea of like an appreciation of nature. 
you know, so he yeah. could go and kill things in it. But at the same time, he's a naturalist I, of the time of the yes, era. Yes, I mean yeah. he was he was ahead of his time, and but yeah. but still a man of super his smart, time. super smart. So, so how does this apply to Trump? Well, well, I'm saying hopeful. Those exactly. <laughs> I'm hopeful. Here's what the I'm hopeful for. Part, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. I'm so, hopeful that yeah. listen. There is a side to megalomaniacal uh, to a being a, a megalomaniacal narcissist that I was hoping would work in our favor. I was hoping he'd want to be a beloved president, not just a president to like. Uh, it can be such an arch conservative. To be fair, I don't think it's a malignant narcissist. Malignant narcissists don't raise healthy children, and their children do not want to be around them. So his kids want to be around him. So, yeah. so you can still be a narcissist, but not a malignant mm-hmm. narcissist. No, no. Yeah. I mean, you have to be a narcissist to be president. You have to be. Oh, you have sure to be. Yeah, but yeah. at the same but time, I think there are levels. You know, like that's that's what I, it really bothers me about him. That I I truly believe like he's this completely narcissist and who thinks I am the one who's going to fix everything and, and only me, you know, so everything is about him and you can tell that he has his meltdowns, you know, at two in the morning or three in the morning is when he's Twitter. tweeting. Well, it's here's like, the dude, difference. Yes. get some sleep. I know. Well, <laughs> Do you here's have a what country happens. to take care of? Now, if you look at this, you can actually kind of read this psychologically. Yeah. I mean, he is, because the, during the Women's March last week, he, he, his first tweet was, where were you guys? You didn't, you, you know, the election's over. You guys lost. And then, like, two hours later, he tweeted, hey, it's good that you're yeah, being positive. Yeah, I so saw that. So Lincoln used to write these letters. Lincoln used to write, when he was mad at McClellan for not advancing into um, the city that he'd surrounded. Mc, McClellan's, uh, Richmond. Uh, yeah, Richmond, yeah, yeah. Richmond. Virginia. McClellan spent forever preparing McCle- for war, but never going to war. And he wouldn't, and, and he yeah. just was kept, you know, not advancing. And and Lincoln was trying to motivate him to it, and so he was very angry. And at night, he would write these letters about it, emotionally. And he would send them. His, and he would say at the bottom, "Not send." Yeah, not to send. And so, uh, yeah. and then he would write in the morning when he wasn't emotional, when he was trying to figure out what he wanted to accomplish. Then he would write a letter telling, uh, you know. Uh, Trump th- sending both letters out. He's sending both letters <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Twitter's too easy. And that's, how do how the Mexicans quick. see this? Do you know? Is there a sense from home? Well, you know, I, I think like right now. Do they like I their president? That, their president has a PR problem, right? Uh, well, he's got yeah. low. But now he has a chance. Yeah, now, right? now I think it's his chance yeah. because uh, he decided to not to not come to the meeting because he said that he w- that Mexicans were not paying for the wall. Yeah, and he's you know. Honoring that. Well, there was never going to be a, a check that the Mexicans wrote. There's exactly. just going to be a tariff. But that suggest a- if Canada wants to build one, he might pitch in. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I think, like, now this is a good opportunity for yeah. Mexico, to be honest, to, to get united as a country and to see what we're going to do with our economy. Well, let's and think about global politics. What I think is going to happen is Chinese are going to come meet with the Mexican exactly. government. That's exactly. And then you've got a pact yeah. that is the entire labor force of the world. We have this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We have this billionaire in Mexico. His name is Carlos Slim, and he just had a press conference that I'm Yesterday. dying to watch. Yeah, because I haven't seen it, but but I read a little bit of it, and basically that's what he was saying. He Get said, the Chinese let's let's Align look at the, the Chinese, Chinese and let's see what we can do with them. Carlos and is, also, uh, he Larry said, King's big friend. and he's saying, don't fear Trump. Oh. Because that's that's one of the things that Mexicans, I think, we're fearing. What is like? How how is this guy? How is this guy going to affect but my it's life? Different. I mean, let me just say, so, it's different in Europe a little bit, and different in in the northern hemispheres when the countries are rich countries, as opposed to a country that's already a thir- a half of the population, a third to a half in Mexico is in poverty. You're well, talking that's about how Trump just described America, and that's what I was in just. Well, well, let me just tell you, and it's just like no, but, go to Mexico, but okay, You'll but Mexico see poverty. But you're dealing with you don't see that kind of poverty no it's but you're ridiculous. also you're also dealing with people who who know how to survive 
and uh, you know, in, in, in Mexico, it's like they're they're hardworking, really good people, and they don't need this. I mean, their economy since September has their the peso has devaluated twenty percent. I like the way Patricia is looking at this. It's like let's unify and get our economy together, not worry about. Imagine the what if Mexico. Yeah. Patricia like said this. That. Imagine if Mexico decides to not drink any more Coca Cola or Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. What if they say no more? We're not going to drive American cars anymore. Yeah, I mean, what if what happens? Well, that's kind of what the shakedown's going to be as this all plays out. So, yeah, so Nostradamus, I, what else going to happen? Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! But, but he is going to be finish. impeached by Republicans. I think if he if he screws up enough, first of all, he's against the establishment. I like for any shakeup. Uh, where it 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 gets people involved. I mean, let's unites, let's face it, unites people. Well, I mean, it should it should shake everything up, and that's a that's the positive of this is people who weren't necessarily getting involved. Yeah, you need to get involved. Like in Australia, if you don't vote, you have to pay like a sixty dollar parking ticket. Yeah, they're, they're so forced they, to vote. We should do that here. I mean, I think you have to like whether people. I think thirteen percent approval rating on, on the last election for a Congress, and yet 90%, over 90% are re-elected. are re-elected. So if people really want to get involved, they need to get involved. But this is, this are, are you like me? Like, Am I right that you sort of hate everybody now? You're sick of both sides well, for, yeah, for very different reasons, but just sick yes, of both sides. Yes, I think they're both, they're, they're both not becoming they, part they of the They both become bureaucracies. They, they become, they're no longer right and left even. They're just Democrats and Republicans, these gigantic bureaucracies that serve their own needs. Yes. I, that's, well, that's, and, as a matter of fact, I think it's like 70% of all the legislation that goes through goes to helping just the top 15, 20% of the earners for all legislation. Mm-hmm. So it's not really helping people. And then, you know, Obama, I, I don't think was, I think you had blatant obstructionism and you had with definitely more than a tinge of racism behind uh, the, it, the it Republicans It is interesting though to see a businessman get in there and start like re- doing things the way the rest of us work. You know, busting little well, balls. You know, he, and he, I mean, the, just it's, the fact it's that scary make, almost. Just they... making phone calls to Carrier and other places, even if it's a thousand jobs, you can bully whip uh, people into doing what you want. I mean, he is the most powerful man in the world right now. Yeah. I mean, the thing about the, what I would just say is this, is you have, you have the Democrats that built this um, and 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 allowed these uh, executive act, executive powers, orders. Yeah. And now these the executive powers were never supposed to be. They were supposed to be emergency executive. Not went to somebody else's hands. They were never supposed to be one yeah. person deciding. Yeah. But when, when Obama was able to decide, whenever one person is able to decide who lives or dies, literally by drone attacks, that has to stop. Congress has to get in. People have to decide. We need to have a committee that can make this decision. And Congress needs to be the ones doing War Powers Act. And it shouldn't be just President Obama and the Secretary Clinton making decisions to bomb Libya or Syria and other places. And now you see the disaster that came from. So now they're gonna, the, the Democrats are going to have to deal with the fact that they expanded those presidential powers. And now they got somebody that they don't like. So you can't just have those powers, use them from when you want, and then you say, hey, I don't like those anymore. So I think there has to be – there's a there's a, the Democrats and the Republicans are equal abusers. Yeah. And yeah. so I will say this. Now you have the face of American foreign policy to match American foreign policy. <laughs> you don't have a, you don't have right. a good That's looking – no. Well, you don't have a good looking, eloquent, handsome man in a slim fitting Paul Smith suit. Yeah. Uh, with a with a wife that he's in love with, and they're going, hey, we're still blowing up the world. Now you got somebody who looks like the face of American foreign policy. So I will say, maybe people can get involved. I think it's a positive thing. I just hope that um, you yeah, know. What about the PC stuff? Don't you think it's time we allow people to speak their mind? Well, a I think bit? like you know what you it's it's like it's it's in the ruse. It's in in of tolerance being completely intolerant. Yeah, it's it's actually limiting speech. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually yeah. crushing free mm-hmm. speech. It does, and when you when you eliminate words, you're not eliminating the problem. 
You're just suppressing it further. It's so weird. It's I know whoever thought the Democrats would be the party of no free speech. The Democrats are the party of intolerance at this yeah. moment. Yeah. You know, and if you think about it, even the the fundamentalists, uh, they're uh, using Republicans and and the the absolute liberals. Uh, they're both back to back doing the same thing. Yeah. Just facing the wrong direction. Just yeah. facing the other direction. So, but what is going to? Where is it going to lead to? I think it's like you know whom what social about the media showdowns with the mayors. So Garcetti's Garcetti's begging Trump to defund the the port security over the sanctuary city thing. Mayor of Boston, did you see his press conference? It was unbelievable. He said, we will yeah. use City Hall to shelter I our that, Bo- yeah. Bostonians, right? But, but, but hang on a second. Wait, hold on a second. So there's going to be a showdown a between mayors Bob, and the federal government. Hold on. That was not about illegal citizens. That was about undocumented citizens who commit felonies. Yeah, I mean, I have so to... So you're protecting point, felons, active you ha- felons. You have to like. You have to look at this. These are all human beings, but for instance, mm-hmm. no other country in the world would allow criminals or someone who's been a convicted criminal for a violent offense to stay in their country. No I think, other country. That's all this is about. So that's, not about undocumented immigrants, felons. But if but but here's the deal. The difference is, we're, uh, you know, a, a normal, uh, rational thinking president would say we're not we're we're going to be compassionate to all people, but we need to protect our borders. But he doesn't say that. He just says yeah, it's America first. We're going to kick everybody out. Mm-hmm. So it creates fear and anytime yeah. you use fear it's it's it's, uh, it's yeah because also do we are we sure that they're really looking for felonies yeah. or, or are they going to be no. also no, including like t- parking tickets and stuff no, like that just felons like, just that's felons. not true that's that's the you, law. You, I'm sorry. That's, that's the, the law, that, that, the he's, law. that he's enforcing. But then that's a slippery slope to allowing the immigration department, you know, to go into the county jails and just search through everything. How? Because because where do they what, get the right to because do that? Because of the because the, who's going to go into the jails? No jails. Current felons. As you as you come no, to they court, go, the way it's going. No, it's in the no, jails. But, it is, but, but you have to understand though, what the the law as it is, and it was a two dem. It was literally under. Clinton, that this law passed in 1996, that said that anybody convicted of a felony that is no, not, I'm talking about the sanctuary city's executive order. But, but the, no, 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 no. But the, the, that the sanctuary city is going after it's for not enforcing that law, not enforcing the law that's been in place since 1996. It's yeah, weird. It's, so it's just so weird. It's just that, being. We have it, to be careful that we're not abusing. Like that, they have to like you can't attack Trump over something that Clinton yeah, put I, in. Right. This is this thing that you you start that's believing. You start believing the press, and it's like you got to really. Everything is so. I mean, let's crazy go to fake hysterical. news. You want to talk about fake yeah. news? I mean, like the, everybody in fake news saying that that Clinton was going to win. Okay, obviously that was fake news, or that was some sort of not tr- completely truthful. They were they're steering it in that direction, and it's the same thing now. So I'm saying though, you have to be really careful because if if the liberals attacking him on this Russian dossier thing, where he was you know getting peed on by like <laughs> prostitutes in Russia, it's so out there, and there was absolutely but to for. CNN to kind of bolster it and allow another place like BuzzFeed to that. What that's going to do is when something really does happen, people are going to believe it. They're going to go, "Wow, it's yeah. the same stuff as before." Yeah. So it's, we have to have some time. standard. And so every little thing that they're running with, we have to have um, the press has to be, uh, you know, an upstanding fourth estate that we can rely on. Yeah, not that's not being used for political ends or, I mean, or commercial say, ends. Really, a lot of it is commercial ends. Yeah, too. Part, you know, and part of it, like what's happening with what I think with the, the like, I don't want to get into the specifics. I'm sure you talked about it. The pharmaceutical industry, seventy percent during a non-political season, seventy percent of all 
advertising on TV is pharmaceutical oh drugs. So they got a huge yeah. impact. And so I think, like, you know, they have a right to make money, but you can't just allow them to just take over the airwaves. See, I remember, when I remember like, 30 years ago, you weren't allowed to advertise drugs. Of course. How about the fact that they spent three, $3 billion lobbying Congress? Oh, yeah. $3 billion. Hey, listen, we, we've got yeah. Dr. Raymond Francis coming up after the break. Uh, okay. This is Rob recommended. Now we're going to get on to sugar. We're going to get on to sugar. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's with- the thing. Like, Raymond, like, when you go out to eat with Raymond, Raymond Francis from Beyond Health, Dot com, he will like he makes he scares you and, like and that's what Patricia's like. I remember like I don't you know because he just anything. I hope you d- dig deep into that in the season two of all the GMO stuff. Oh, fun we have we have some fun. It's stuff. very fun. Yeah. What are some of the stuff we're doing in the season two? Well, you know, we he starts uh, talking to me about the uh, you know the bacteria <laughs> that lives in your hands and is good for you, you know, and, and <laughs> because I give him this hand sanitizer. Or we talk about chemicals and at some oh, point... Oh, yeah, because what happens is we have to spray in our neighborhood. Everybody sprays for spiders. Does, is stuff. there anybody in Mexico City or Mexico anywhere like Rob who worries about all this stuff? Oh, no. I've no. never met anyone never, anywhere right. Nobody in the world. Right. No. So, 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 so let me get this straight. So, so everyone in Mexico City must die at 28, right? 28? <laughs> no. No, 35? No, no. they can't live past no. 40. Impossible. <laughs> Not without Rob to put it. So Impossible. spiders, are you saying <laughs> Spiders are good. She said spiders. He's like, I said, spiders are part of the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to say and that. And then so we have this. Uh, so I refuse spiders to spray. She said, but all our neighbors spray. That's it. We don't need to spray. We're protected by their bubble. We're inside their bubble. <laughs> the herd, so, a herd of spider immunity. <laughs> so I just grab him. I said, I can't deal with your shit right now. <laughs> and then what happens is spiders are all over the house. Yeah, well, <laughs> spiders just come to your house. And then there's me, there's me in my infrared sauna with a mask <laughs> while they're spraying. <laughs> I got like a breathing apparatus. <laughs> I love it. And then. Okay. Okay. And, Patrice and is said, it all based around death? That's what you're so scared, worried about all this Patrice stuff? Patrice says a great line that, that she came up with. She's like, you know, it's, it's infrared saunas. She's talking about we got to really tone down our our expenses, you know, like, you know, $2,500 to set up because we moved into a new place. We're scaling down this next in, episode. In the episode, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I said, we got a little, I said, we got a little eight-bedroom uh, out there. And, uh, we're scaling down a little eight-bedroom out in Tarzana. <laughs> and I said, $2,500 for infrared sauna? But infrared sauna It's not a priority. It's not a priority. Yeah. Well, well you know, um, I think lowering your viral load is a pretty good priority. <laughs> she said, you only use it two times. Yeah, but both those times could save my life last year. <laughs> you know? And then uh, she said, I think you only use, uh, what's the line? Um, oh, yeah, because you like to, you know, you, you like to. You only use, you, you, you only, like having. You a, like the idea of having an infrared sauna so you can school people about the infrared Oh, sauna. that's right. Like getting yeah. up everybody else's yeah. So, Rob, when this. you're by yourself. And, wait, wait, and the producer's some, freaking out. Uh, we got to wrap why, this why, up, why, I guess. got to wrap this up. I just got to ask one last question. I, when you're, you're by hats. yourself, oh, yeah, yeah, you got, you're by yeah. yourself listening to the radio or TV and a cancer thing comes on, what happens inside your body space? I said, if it comes, if it, you know, the idea. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that cancer we can talk to Raymond about. we did we will the idea that cancer if it, if it came if you it's able to grow you're able to shrink it it just makes he, he attacks things so logically for a nine year old but says, I'm saying do you get anxious and panic and start thinking you're going to get cancer or have cancer yes oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and finds his blue light glasses <laughs> that's, that's what the problem is uh, it's just uh, but you and know, not eating sugar doesn't reinforce your belief that I'm the one person who doesn't have cancer because I don't eat sugar. Well, I will say, you know, I think um, 
in everything in moderation, but like he does scare you about sugar because that's one yeah, thing. That, vegetable oil too. I'm convinced that's another really important a, one. You're right. Yeah, you're he, he can sugar. explain. He that didn't. He did not get into it with us, but I will. For the record, I'm going to bring. Don't donuts I, have vegetable oil yeah, and sugar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had one this morning. Listen, Am I it, it, it turns out the 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 tallow that McDonald's used to fry their fries in is way better than the vegetable oil they switch to. Yeah. No. So oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. when you raise vegetable oil to a certain temperature. It's destructive, or yeah, it turns into a really. But it was politically correct to do so. They did it. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) you have to take him to the psychiatrist now. He's having a panic attack. (laughs) But no medicine for him. Only transcranial magnetic stimulation. (laughs) (laughs) So, so so listen. We have to go. Susan's standing over us. We we didn't even get to talk about immunization. I can talk to you guys all day. We'll do. I just know I'm a good student. I do my due diligence. You did, and and, And you know what I also like about you you is that you're open-minded to things, and and I think like that. We'll do this. Oh, but, but, okay. But it just, I'll just oh. say this. Like what I love about you, and it's just you're you're a wonderful friend and a wonderful person. And and what the thing about it is, you're open minded to things. And that's the difference between that belief system, yeah. where people leaf meaning willfulness, yeah. willing the world to uh, the Anglo-Saxon word, willing the world to how you think or want it to be, you wish it to be, yeah, or to your a, view, or to making it conform yeah. to your view. You know, you got to stay open minded. It's you fundamental, think. yeah. You think. As opposed to faith, which is just an openness to the truth, whatever that is. Speaking and, of the, the truth, that one of the the things you made fun of last season, the, the organic food he was feeding the dog and stuff, right? right? <laughs> so, so in reality, that wasn't good enough for his dog in real life. Did you ever meet Oscar? Did you ever meet yeah, Oscar? Yeah who, yeah, who unfortunately Oscar, died of I, diabetes. I know. Oscar, I know. And Oscar, hold on. Oscar had to eat. Of course, all the bullshit he was eating. Oscar had to eat organic broccoli and stuff. He shit all over this house. Oscar shit in every inch of this house. That was the cutest dog ever. We loved him. Loved him but I had a dog in Mexico who lived for 18 years, and, and her lived diet garbage. was based garbage. on... No, she was eating tortillas. Tortillas. <laughs> tortillas and, and chicken and... and <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap this thing up. But Rob, always thank you. Right. Uh, Let, let's get you. everybody. Thank let's you. get everyone to watch this show. We're that, talk that, to the doctor. Yeah, we'll talk to. Her. Uh, you want to have a vitamin talk? Yeah, we'll do a little bit. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll come bring that back after Doctor uh, Francis. How about that? All right, that's that. You know, I'm always happy to talk to you about our friends at Bergamot. They're the makers of a variety of supplements that use the extract from the Bergamot citrus fruit. Those polyphenols. That fruit is in Italy. These supplements act as a natural statin that may improve a number of cardiovascular conditions as well as symptoms of the metabolic syndrome, which includes high blood pressure, high cholesterol, high blood sugar. As you know, I've been excited about the natural treatment since I first heard about it. I'm getting behind it. The science behind it is sound, and physicians throughout the world and cardiologists are actually using it. Now, the makers that brought you the formulation Bergamet NA, Bergamet Pro Plus, now bringing you Bergamet Sport. It provides all the same cardiovascular benefits but has additional additives designed to aid athletes and those with a very, very active lifestyle. Bergamet Sport may help improve stamina and reduce recovery time and reduce muscle inflammation. Now, I've been taking Bergamet myself, and I suggest you talk to your physician to see if Bergamet Sport is right for you. And for a limited time, our listeners can save 10% on their order by entering the code DrDrew, D-R-D-R-E-W, at checkout. Again, that is D-R-D-R-E-W, all one word, at checkout, and you save 10% on your order of Bergamet. To order the Bergamet Sport for yourself, visit Bergamet.com, Bergamet, N-A, Bergamet, B-E-R-G-A-M-E-T.com, or click on the Bergamet banner on DrDrew.com. 
You know, we had uh, Rob Schneiderbaugh before the break, and yep, yep. Uh, he has been singing the praises of Dr. Raymond Francis for some time to me, and now we finally have the chance to talk to Dr. Raymond Francis, oh, so goodness. let's get into it. Dr. Francis, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. It's my uh, pleasure. Now, you know, I, I, you have a chemistry background, so you, yes. you know the... One of the things I always get into conversations about, there's so many ideas out there, and chemistry is so complicated and so intense and so difficult to predict that when you extrapolate up to the level of physiology, then it gets almost infinitely complex, and it's hard to predict things. And so as a result, there's lots of ideas flying around. Where should we start our conversation today? Well, I, I think one of the messages that I try to get across to people is that we have an epidemic of chronic disease Uh, This epidemic is decreasing our quality of life, uh, and very importantly, it's threatening to bankrupt the United States of America. And we have to do something about this, because the path we're on is economically unsustainable. Uh, So we have a need to lower the cost of disease, and the best way to do that is to lower the incidence of disease. Well, let's we let's have, let's we just take let's, teaching. let's just take one you know chronic disease that's in the press so much, uh, diabetes, diabetes. Uh, and obesity. Uh, but getting people to change their diet is been proven to be impossible. So what do we do with say that? And, and obviously, our behaviors have a lot to do with many of the chronic diseases. Well, and and we, wasn't it the nutritionist that we had here, Adam's mm-hmm. friend, right? Yeah. He said an interesting thing, and it made my wheels turn. If you Vinny. stop subsidizing grain, yeah, right, which yeah. is supposedly the what leads to the 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 obesity epidemic, some of it, right? Mm-hmm. So r- raise that so that it's not in every food and in everything. Right. Would that would that be at a more core that would help. way? That would help. But what do you say? It, it would help, but yeah. you know, we, we subsidize sugar as well. Yep, that's right. So, um, you know, they're, they're the two things that cause most obesity is grains so and sugar. So you, you agree so, that it's, that it's the, the farm subsidies that create this cheap thing that they can fill all food with? That's that's a prior show that we had with a nutritionist. But, but Bob, there's, there's more going on here, though, that you and I would know. That w- What is the number one reason that people are overeating that we see? Well, mo- emotions. Trauma, right. Yeah, the, yeah. Trauma. So we have a trauma epidemic, too. So that's why we can't get these people to change, right? And on top well, of that— well, Also, you have the problem of, of addiction. Uh, sugar is highly addictive, many times more addictive than, than cocaine and heroin. Well, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> so we, we, we will beg to differ uh, because our, our patients are dying every day of heroin and cocaine addiction. Every day. And we can't stop it. Uh, and it's just a matter of when you're going to shuffle off. Addiction. The idea, you know, you try to, I, I just learned, I'm not a doctor. I didn't go to MIT. I don't know anything other than what I've learned working in addiction treatment. And that is the axis. What's the most pressing emergency situation here? If somebody's addicted to fentanyl, that's much more life-threatening than addicted to sugar. Correct. Right? They so will we're prioritizing yeah, they will mortality, well, risk uh, of mortality. Yes, yes but, uh, but there's a problem with this thinking. It is more immediately life-threatening. The, uh, unfortunately, the sugar, if you eat sugar, you don't fall over dead. So you say, okay, this, is, this tastes good and I don't fall over dead. The problem is that the sugar is one of the major causes of our entire epidemic of chronic disease. So I think uh, everything from Alzheimer's to, to osteoporosis think, think, to cancer to heart disease and, and that sugar. Everybody, you know, not 
being naive, but some of the average citizen knows that the, what they eat is not that good for them, and it is it is a determiner in their mortality, in their health, in their vitality, and in their how they feel and they don't but change. why they do it is because they're so traumatized and anxious and and we are a also, society also that, bob there's there's other things it's expensive to get fresh fruits and vegetables or organically produced well stuff. here's an interesting and thing it takes time one and of no one my good time. buddies started a company called fresh and easy to try yeah. to get good food into yeah. the inner cities and into what's called food deserts yeah nobody bought it i know I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because because it it's not as well, yummy, so it doesn't they, gratify they don't that emotional know. system. Yeah, the the average person doesn't know, and and in fact, the 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 information that they have available to them tells them that what they're doing is okay. Um, everybody says that you know that the whole world says what you're doing is okay. Eating sugar is okay. Now, sugar's in everything. Uh, so it's okay to eat it. Uh, I and agree. then Drew's, you become Drew's addicted said, to it from Drew's a very, very young age. Th- there's an interesting thing. Do you know how much sugar is inside like a, an average pasta sauce bottle oh. that you buy? Did you see that like on Facebook? 12, 12, 12, 12 donuts. donuts. <laughs> you saw that on Facebook too or MSNBC. And that shocked MS- me because I'm thinking I get noodles. Yeah. I pour like, you know, Paul yeah, Newman tomato sauce, sauce. On it. I've got vegetable. <laughs> and it's actually like blending donuts well, and putting it on them. <laughs> well, let's stay in the solution. So, uh, Dr. Part Francis, part of, we're, we're, even though problem. we're having a, a, a very spirited discussion, we're all really agreeing in reality. So We're, we're in agreeing. But yeah. the, the part of the problem here is that people are not getting the right information. Um, and that's why I write my books. That's why I wrote Never Be Sick Again. Uh, and Never Be Sick Again has been an international bestseller. It's gone all over the world. Uh, it's been translated into multiple languages, Chinese. It's now being translated into Arabic. Um, here's a book that has really made an impact uh, people read this book and they do change. They do change because it's explained to them in very, very simple language what they're doing and the effects that it has on them. Uh, I think a lot of what we're looking at here, people are not willing to change because they don't believe that changing will really have an effect. On well, can, them. can I just add that when somebody dies, my mom died last year, she died from her poor eating habits and smoking. Well, the smoking you can't is, uh, you can't criticize people. What do you mean? That you can't like You didn't try to get her to stop. You know, smoking? everybody's like, "Why why why?" I'm like, "Why so young? She was 68 yeah. years old. Why why why?" I'm like, "She's smoking and eats like yeah. horrible." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't there's no Again, there's no highly, question highly as addictive. to why. Highly addictive. My highly father addictive. smoked himself to death. Yeah. Uh, well, why is it socially is unacceptable to criticize people's smoking habits, eating habits, but it's not socially unacceptable to criticize their drug use? I, That's I, an interesting thing to me. Uh, I think we live in a time when people are quite judgmental of cigarette users. It, we live in California, yeah, but I don't think in Missouri they're too, Maybe not. too critical Maybe of it. Not. But, but you, yeah, I mean, we use carcinogens. You know, alcohol is a carcinogen. People use that quite regularly. Tobacco is a carcinogen. I mean... It's very strange that, you know, drug addicts are scumbags, if you, if you, you know what I mean? But Well, you know why? Because drug addicts do shitty things when they're in their disease. Tobacco smokers keep to themselves, right? <laughs> well, well, what about food? Themselves. Well, what about a good food? Point. It's a yeah. good distinction yeah. Yeah. as to why we have a different 
ways in which we respond to these that's things. Right. That's right. So let, let's go through. I want to stay with the solution if we can. I know that he's going to try to convince me to not eat sugar, and well, I'm really scared and frightened right now. Oh, I, I, you feel a lot. You feel a lot better. You'll, you'll feel better. I've but tried it like four times. I it's just, I go through heroin withdrawal. I get yeah, irritable, discontent, so agitated, hard. desperate. I get all that stuff when when I go on a carb. Restriction. How long have you made it? I made it five days. No, I can well, do it for a long period of time. The problem is I chip and it drifts back in again. <laughs> It's exactly the same as opiates. So to that extent, Dr. Francis, the, the behavior around it and the withdrawal and everything, I completely agree with you. Yeah. yeah. But let me tell you something. I, I, I've actually done this. You know, when I'm, when I'm in a, a classroom environment and I have a big blackboard, uh, I'll actually go onto the blackboard and I will say up at the top, you're eating two teaspoons of sugar, which, of course, is a very small amount of sugar. Two teaspoons of sugar. Here's what happens to your body. And I come down and branch it out and branch it out and branch it out and branch it out. And by the time I'm through, the people in the room don't even want to be in the same room with something that dangerous. Because once you understand what even a small amount of sugar does to your body, it is so frightening, so unbelievably so scary. Let's go, well, let's take, go take, through it. Take us through that, a layman's version. Because uh, as a layman whose friends, I have two friends that are adamant against sugar. They haven't eaten sugar in a decade, I, over a decade, I think. And their concept of how to explain it to me is it turns to insulin, which then... No, no, no. You're already uh, off. Okay. You're so what, off. What, how, did, how is it destructive well, how, immediately? And, and, and how I was, does that metabolize okay, and go? So let's kind of walk through the biochemistry. And, and yeah. I'll, I'll stop you, Dr. Francis, if I'm not quite getting it. So let's keep okay, going. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, we, we don't have a blackboard, yeah. so <laughs> I'm going to have to be as simple as possible. Here's what, here's, what is health. Health is when all of your chemistry is working right and the body is self-repairing and self-regulating. Doesn't need That's assistance. Doesn't need assistance from antibiotics. No, no, it's a little different. You're, you're, he's you're, just in, you're in what we call homeostasis. Yeah, he, he, you're self-regulating, you're self-repairing. Okay, no, no. That's what health is. Let me get that concept going. So homeostasis, which I think everyone kind of knows that, but self-repairing, you know, we have DNA repair mechanisms. That's what really prevents cancer. And the, the cancer research is beginning to zero more and more and more into that. So, and I guess if we're in homeostasis and we are repairing properly, we have less inflammation and all that stuff. So, but let, you know, why, you, you keep saying there's a biochemistry of sugar branching out. I, I just think of where the carbon atoms are going and, I, I don't okay, understand well, why they get past we, we, the Krebs let's, cycle. We've just established now yeah. what health is. Yeah. When you eat sugar, you disturb all of your chemistry. Um, you throw uh, vitamin chemistry out of whack. You throw mineral chemistry out of whack. You throw all your hormone chemistry out of whack. You, in other words, you are no longer in homeostasis. You are no longer self-regulating. You throw your body into biochemical chaos for about six to eight hours. And so if, if you're eating sugar for breakfast and for lunch and for dinner, you're going to be in biochemical chaos all day, every day. And then you wonder why you get cancer and you wonder why you get Alzheimer's and you wonder why you get all these diseases. Well, let me tell you something. You ate the sugar and that's why you're sick. And sugar ages you. Every time you eat the, sugar, this you I've become heard. older. How? Something How? to do with, well, uh, with uh, yeah, uh, watch. Uh, many mechanisms, but one of the mechanisms, of course, is, is the uh, uh, the result of sugar 
um, reacting with other molecules in the body, glycating, um, reacting with protein molecules and others, and you get oh, hold what on, we hold call on. Wait, glycation. And these molecules stiffen your tissues. Stop, stop. Because those molecules... They'll the, change over for, something else, too. Well, they're generated through... The, so, so you have a sucrose molecule. You break it into fructose and glucose, right? Mm-hmm. right? That's what your body does. The glucose, now the, both will, I agree with you, throw you into a weird hormonal state with the insulin and all. The insulin spikes, goes up, that your body's metabolism and is thrown off. And isn't insulin part of the aging process? It, well, I think he would say yes. And, and I well, think we insulin, insulin drives a lot of very right. bad chemistry. Right. The, uh, in fact, if you, if you, is there a single key to all this disease? The single key might be insulin I, I because agree. insulin drives yeah. all kinds of bad chemistry. Yeah, screwing with the insulin homeostasis may be our biggest problem. We don't know for sure, but it may be. And, and, but so the, the fructose and the sucrose are pr- and the glucose are pretty rapidly denatured, broken apart, the 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 you know, that ring structure is taken away. We have glycolysis and glucone- and Krebs cycle and then gluconeogenesis, and it's those glucose molecules that end up glycating the proteins. So how does taking the sugar in my mouth end up gly- glycating proteins? There's not a direct line there in my thinking. Uh, it, 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 there is, um, and it does happen, and, and you get glycation. Uh, and and then those molecules are inflammatory. They cause inflammation. Um, they stiffen tissues. Uh, they do all sorts of it. It's it, glycation adds to your aging. Uh, it makes tissues less um, less elastic, and uh, uh, and so you you lose elasticity. I, can I just be a layman now? Because we're going to go down a scientific rabbit hole. The people I know mm. that have stopped sugar yeah. have had no plastic surgery, don't, you know, nothing, and they're in their early to late 50s. They, they may be they, doing other stuff too, though, right? They're probably they have good genetics. They, they have good genes. genetics, Are they right? exercising also? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's not just one thing. We're, we're talking about one but thing. But it's strange that... that that 38-year-old people have plastic surgery, and I know 58-year-old people that haven't, and they look about the same age. I'm just doing right. an observation Let, let's stay of the, in the solution. Well, so, I, I, because be aging 80, is where you're uh, going to yeah. get people motivated, uh, Drew. Yeah, France, Dr. People France. tell me I look like I'm 60. Dr. France is going to be 80. He sounds quite a bit younger. So let, let's go. I know you have some vitamin theories, too. Let's let's get into that a bit because uh, Rob's going to quiz me on all this. Yeah, I just yeah. know that, well, so. the, everybody needs vitamins. I mean, here here's the problem. Um, the... The diet that we eat uh, simply will not support healthy life. In fact, the National Academy of Sciences did a study a few years back, and their conclusion was that it is no longer possible to get all the nutrition you need, even if you eat a good diet. And they recommended that everyone take at least a multivitamin. Um, and uh, I, you know, you don't know all of my history, but when I was age 48, my death was a medical certainty. Uh, and I was inches from death from what? and I had to use my own knowledge of what? biochemistry to save my life and, and then to restore my health. Um, and in doing so I needed, I knew I needed vitamins. So I started taking vitamins and they all made me sicker. So I got sicker by taking vitamins. Uh, so after I started asking, well, why is something that is supposed to be good for me 
making me sicker. And then uh, I started to get the answers, uh, and it just blew me away. I very quickly realized that most vitamins don't work. Most vitamins are low quality. Um, uh, some of them are actually toxic. Uh, and so after that, I started uh, formulating my own vitamins. And, and now I sell the Beyond Health brand, uh, which you can get at beyondhealth.com. And these are some of the highest quality vitamins in the entire world. Um, and, and there's good reason for that. Um, the, the molecules that we put into them are biologically correct molecules. They are the molecules that the body actually wants, needs, and uses. Um, whereas leading brands, they've actually done studies on leading brands of vitamins, long-term studies with a lot of people, and they found there was no benefit in taking them. No benefit. Um, so well, you're fact, wasting your fact, money. But you're more you likely that. to die a little younger, Bob, if you take a multivitamin every day. That's what uh, you will, I always forget, so I'll live a long time. <laughs> you will actually die a little younger if you take a multivitamin yeah, every day. That's right. Um, and, uh, and there's good reason for that. The, 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 the molecules in those products actually screw up your chemistry. And so um, unless you're taking a high-quality multivitamin, you're wasting your money, you're making a mistake, you may actually be doing a self-harm. Uh, and that's why I founded the Beyond Health Company. That's why we have the Beyond Health Vitamins, um, because they are superior. And they do miracles. We give them to people, and, and it's miracle after miracle after miracle. And it's not because I'm a miracle worker. I'm not. Um, it's because what we're doing is giving the molecules that the body actually uses, <laughs> and, and it benefits the body. And so what, what kind of cancer did you have? I didn't have cancer. I, I almost died of liver failure. My liver died. From, do we know what? Uh, yeah, taking a prescription drug. Oh, yeah. That can happen for sure. Well, you're kidding. Yeah, well, it happens all the time. Well, millions did. of Americans <laughs> are Bob, taking Bob, prescription there's drugs. there's no medicine you put in your mouth that can't kill you. That's oh, the, come that's on. The, there's no, no <laughs> Tylenol. It, yeah, eight, hey, six, hey, four if the tylenol, audience you, at home can see Dr. Judas coming at me You don't right understand now. that? No. That's why when somebody dies from, of a, of a medication effect and people are outraged, like any medicine can kill you. There's, there's a risk-reward ratio that is weighed out in every Lexapro doctor's mind. Lexapro can kill you. It's very well, rare, but it can. Wait a minute. Yeah. You know, what, let's ask this question. What is a prescription drug? A prescription drug is a toxic chemical that is specifically designed to poison some part of the body's chemistry in order to suppress a symptom. So you suppress the symptom and you say, hallelujah, my Don't blood pressure's stimulate. down, hallelujah, my, my cholesterol is down, great. But you're being poisoned. But and by the time you're on stimulate? three drugs, there isn't anybody on this planet who knows what the heck is going on in your body, and, and you're just poisoning yourself to death. So how do we find a pathway from, from where you're coming from and where a lot of my friends in alternative medicine are coming from to mainstream America? Because we do sound a little crazy. All right. Well, you know what I'm saying? This, this is simple biochemistry 101. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let's 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 stay. We we can you and I go Kaiser's on and on not going to pay for it. No, hold on. You know what I so mean? So what? Let's just stay with what the average person should do from the standpoint of vitamin replacement. Given that multivitamins have no usually available multivitamins have no real effect. But what would you recommend for the average person? Well, first and foremost, stop eating sugar. Yeah. 
Because sugar screws you up. I big knew time. he was going to say well, that. Well, that's a stiff sugar and, <laughs> and starch and carbohydrates, my friend, as much uh, right as possible. Yeah. And, and then uh, add, of course, more fresh fruits and vegetables to your diet, and yeah. preferably so, organic fresh fruits so, and vegetables. So, fruits now, the nutritionist guy said that smoothies are bad. So, are uh, smoothies and juicing good or bad? Well, they are. They're just a bunch My of... My head is spinning like, around. Like you eat your fruit. What happens is when you, when you, when you take a fruit and, uh, and you juice it, um, you make the sugar too bioavailable. Yeah, you eat and your fruit. So, you want the fiber and then, fruit. You, then you get poisoned by the sugar. If you eat the fruit, uh, that doesn't happen. And, and, we, and the by the fiber. way, and I think Dr. France would agree, eat, eat fruit and vegetables, mostly vegetables. <laughs> really, mostly vegetables. Mostly precisely. vegetables. Mostly they don't vegetables. taste as good as fruit. Sorry. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to eat like too Elvis. much fruit. Um, <laughs> well, look at, look at Steve Jobs. You know, Steve Jobs yeah. was a vegetarian. Yeah. But Didn't mostly so well. he ate a lot of fruit. Yeah. And, and the finally got him, he got pancreatic cancer from that. Yeah. So got, you don't want got, to eat uh, too a, much. He got a fruit neuro, is very he good a, for you. He, had but, a neuro, uh, and he didn't get pancreatic cancer. He had a neuroendocrine tumor, which are, which are the, the endocrine cells that create the glucagon and the insulin in the pancreas. They're not uh, actually the pancreas cells, and those are easily treatable, and he refused treatment. It's terrible. Terrible. I know that that's he's part of the the left wing. You understand well, what I'm it, saying? Yeah, but so, so how do we find a path where where the cookie cut medicine that's being practiced in America, where there's a pill for every problem, get them in, get them out it, in five minutes, and the alternative medicine theories and ideas of disease can come and no, work together like in should. the Kaiser commercial. I don't think they should. Well, Kaiser's advertising it. Listen to me. When I needed a surgery on my prostate, I did not want that guy thinking about my nutrition. I wanted him <laughs> thinking about his procedural technique. And I that, get you. I did not. He, and his 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 success rate was one hundred percent. He had zero complications. I don't give a shit about anything else. I wanted that guy focused on that procedure. So, physicians need to focus on their job. We need like a different discipline. I think where people focus on health maintenance and things like that. Well, there's a, there's a whole new approach to medicine that is starting to gain traction, and it's called functional medicine. Yeah. Uh, and what functional medicine is all about, here we go, you know, all of us are made of these little tiny microscopic units of life called cells. Your job is to keep your cells functioning normally. Uh, and to do that, you have to give them all of the raw materials they need every day because they're, they're huge chemical factories. You have to feed them all the raw materials. And that's where your diet comes in. And that's where a good supplement program comes in. Um, and then you've got to keep them free of toxins that can screw up the, the molecular machinery inside the cell. And today, the average American is, is a toxic waste dump site. The other thing is vegetable oils, too. We're going to watch out for vegetable oils. So we, by the way, I'll remind people, if you go to Weekly Infusion, we did speak to a functional medicine expert uh, and you you can uh, definitely go. I don't have. I just want to run something. It's rare that you have two doctors you can talk to. So are sausage egg McMuffins that taste so good at McDonald's bad for you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Relax. You know the answer I, to that. I, I, <laughs> yes. I eat one like four times a week. I'm probably so, going to so, die. <laughs> shame on you. Shame on you. You're a bad example. Okay. Um, I'm going to stop. Be I can a make a promise. to all the listeners. That, I, I'm uh, going to make a promise to the listeners and everybody and my family and friends. I will not eat another sausage egg McMuffin. Well, you, there you go. That's and it. You know what? You put that on tape, think. Nate. 
<laughs> you know, look, well, look at me. I, at age 48, my death was a medical certainty. I was a couple of inches from death. I was so far gone that I was down to a human skeleton, and I was unable to move. I did not have the strength to move. That's how far gone I was. I'm now going to be 80 years old. I function like I'm in my 20s. I have boundless energy. I never get sick. My mind is as sharp as a tack. I'm, I'm living like a 20-year-old. My arteries are down to age 22, and I want to have the arteries of a teenager within the next few years. So anybody can do this. Anybody can uh, do this. That's what I beg to differ. You, I bet you have Eastern European heritage. Um, uh, I, I do have, I have Germanic heritage, uh, but, but anybody, look, if you can go from death to where I am today, anybody can do this. You have to shift the body back into repair mode because all chronic disease is the result of repair deficits. So we and found you have a to spot. Shift the body back I, I do, into I repair do, mode. I sort of agree. I, think I agree a, with that. And I think yeah, we need I, a new practice. We need a new discipline. whole discipline of yeah. medicine. No. That's a fact. Separate, separate from medicine. Yeah. Well, I think it's. I think it needs to be separate. Well, who's going to say? Because here's the big part well, of it. We really need to take medicine and trash it. No, no, <laughs> no because here's the part of it, Bob. Let Bob, me tell you something. The biggest the, piece. The National Academy of Sciences came out with a report uh, several years ago, and they said that allopathic medicine is so far behind the science. There's no way we can bring it up to date. We have to discard it and start over. And that's what we need to do. Get rid of it and start over. Well, maybe. And functional you, medicine and, is and a place is, to go. Yeah, functional medicine is, is picking that up is cr- cr- Just for a layman at home. So that is chronic disease treated with lifelong medis- medicine, medication. Is that what he's talking about? No. 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 It, it's, it's trying to restore functionality it's it's a it's a thing go i'll make you listen to our, our podcast we talked disease about is a loss of functionality and and what you need to do is restore the functionality that's what it is and uh, so so just to get clear no any no special vitamins that, that are on average the average person should be taken milk thistle this, for the this, liver oh well, well uh well the milk thistle milk thistle is not a not a vitamin but uh yeah the Everybody needs to be on a good multivitamin. Okay. Uh, I've been told I probably make the best multivitamin okay. on so, the market. So multivitamin is Everybody a good idea, needs, just not what's available out there. How about minerals? Um, well, um, most people are deficient in magnesium. Yeah. Most people are deficient in zinc. That's These true. are two very important things to to supplement. I, to the I, brain, I, right? I to the brain, uh, those are important. Repair stuff, too. I, I, but again, you got to be really careful because most of the products on the market don't work. Yeah, I I, uh, I take a multivitamin every day for the minerals. That's that's actually why I take the multivitamin I take. I take one with the magnesium, lot, for the magnesium and zinc. and zinc. Yeah, amongst and molybdenum and a couple other things. Yeah, but uh, Doctor Doctor uh, Francis, we have to go. I really appreciate your conversation with us today, Doctor Raymond Francis. Been cited uh, in millions of places. I want to uh, read the different. The latest book is the Great American American Health Hoax. Correct. Yes. Uh, we've also got the website, which is. Raymond Francis Author.com. Uh, you can also watch his presentation. At the end. Do you want people to watch the meeting at the Cancer Control Society? Sure, sure. absolutely. Right. That is at Raymond Francis Author.com slash videos. Uh, let's see. And the other, the the first book was I Never Be Sick Again, that one? 
Yes, never be sick again. Never be sick a, again. A classic. It's now a classic. It's uh, it's unbelievable how 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 it keeps selling. It's it's years old. Now. I, I have it's, to read uh, it because my friend Rob Schneider te- bombs me with texts until I read these books like this. <laughs> yeah. he, he, I'm not kidding. So, Doctor Francis, I thank you very much for joining us, and uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. You thank you thank very you much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye bye. National Assessment Foundation, it is the first not-for-profit concierge service developed for those suffering with drug and alcohol addiction. They provide you with professionals that you need. They have recovering people and well-trained people doing the assessments, and they refer to high-quality programs, and they follow up to make people sure they get into a program. Even those without coverage, without any resources, they will help them get treatment as well. And it is free of charge. They're a group of dedicated professionals whose goal is to help. They have a good knowledge base. They are connected to thousands of recovery specialists across the country. And most importantly, they are the one for you. The team is built of recovering addicts. As I said, they've been where you've been. They've been there and back many times. And they believe that your treatment should be as unique and as individualized as you. They custom build the plan and the referral. They believe that money should not stand in the way of quality treatment you deserve. And they will advocate on your behalf to ensure you get the best treatment available and be sure your disease doesn't prevent you from getting onto that treatment. And you should not worry about planning the treatment where you stay. You've got enough on your plate dealing with the disease of addiction. They will take care of everything. They will even help with travel arrangements on your behalf. That is the National Assessment Foundation at 888-494-9186. Again, 888-494-9186. We're back. We're with Rob Schneider. We're going to do a couple minutes here real quickly. You have some vitamin stuff you wanted to tell us about. Yeah, I just – well, uh, for me, it's Pure sugar, pure processed sugar. Well, I just noticed that like – uh, you know, I I was feeling really run down and just lo- and I just like I got to figure this thing out. And uh, my friend Raymond Francis, I just said, just oh, we just we just talked to him. So yes, yeah. what do I got to do? Oh, well, so and, using his multivitamin or I using- took he gave me he said like he says give me everything. So he gave me well, everything. You know, I well, asked him. Be exhausted being so worrisome and OCD well, no, because- as you are and <laughs> as always predicting the future <laughs> like that's a lot you got a heavy load on tough, your shoulders it's a tough job but I think, think the, what is going to happen to the Patricio world Patricio will tell you I'm, a la- no, I'm listen, the laziest guy maybe you can help me because I kept asking him what the average person should take for well, his I, vitamins he, and he, he said can, a multivitamin and that was all he said so. should, you should be taking a multivitamin and then essential uh, we also, fatty acid and minerals vitamin too. C minerals. and curcumin because curcumin believe it or not it could be the answer to all inflammation curcumin which is everything well, gives the me a horrible Bowel problems. But does it really? I've tried multiple different kinds. But yeah, it's doctor, too spicy. But you know what, though? You, you might be able to like... Magnesium and zinc, he mentioned. Yeah, magnesium, zinc, and molybdenum. Every yeah. American is sh- is, is definitely... Um, does not get enough magnesium. It's Why? Why is that? It just is. They're just short of because certain things draw magnesium out yeah. and, and zinc. And so if He's you're right. having sugar, then, then what happens is it just certain things, nutrients, your body trying I, to do I had it, an endocrine fellow when I was a resident who said magnesium is the most important uh, molecule in the body and we're not paying enough attention to it. So I'm taking it. away two things yeah. here. Trump will be impeached. And I need magnesium. Is that is that I, safe to say? You need to pay attention. I to don't take, think take a vitamin mineral. Just I do don't that. think Trump will make four years as I it's don't going think right so now. I, I'm not rooting for him to be impeached. I just think at I, a certain it would, point it would be so disruptive for all of us at this. It happens. would. I mean, it would I, not be good. I will just say this: if if the, and the media has to be careful. And I don't, I don't mean like it's a gang of media. I just think that they are so 
uh, out to get him particularly. Yeah. And, and it's like he's setting himself up. Yeah. There's never been a bait that he hasn't grabbed onto. There's no matter how little or trivial. It's like, you know, there's the old... Gir- and yet it's worked out for him. I, I know, but I think it's going to run its course. But now governing. It's different well, running right, you guys, governing. Let's wrap this up. Goethe we'll said this. Oh. Never let the most important things be at the mercy of the least. And he is like, never let the most important things get in the way of the piddly shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got to like change yeah. that. But what will we replace? If, we, if we're going to denigrate, delegitimize the presidency, the third... the the, the, the we stand as a government on a three-legged milk stool. Mm-hmm. You take away one of those legs, the table falls. What are we going to replace the president, the executive branch with? Mike no, no, no. What, no, what are we going to replace it? If we delegitim- uh, delegitimize it, then the Republicans are going to do it again. Yeah. I mean, it's a slippery slope. It's, it's, what are we going to do like if we I have said, no presidency? I, I hate both sides. I hate everybody. Well, yeah. look, uh, this is what I think. Whatever it happens with our, our president right now, I think the people, you know, we should just keep in mind that we have to – we cannot be divided. We have we we are the human race. It's not like we are blacks or Latinos or no. We are the human race, and that's it. And not only that, yes. it also restores our attention back to our states and our local governments. We really can make a difference, and our states can still have their laws that and our sync. What who knows how that's all going to work out? But it really brings us back to the habit of democracy locally, it is which a, is a actually crisis important. A crisis of democracy yeah. is democracy. Yeah, that's right. Um, how are your kids? Good. How's the youngest now? Uh, she's good. How old is she? She's al- almost five months old. Oh, my God. And gosh. we have a four-year-old. And you're in the middle of production. And, uh, yes. And she's in the show. Yes. Because I, I was, again, I was looking at the casting. I'm like, oh, that's actually her. She's great. She's too. great. She loves well, it. She was, this one was going nuts over your four-year-old. <laughs> so, that's I'm, I'm pointing at uh, First Lady of Love, Susan Pinsky. Follow Rob at, at Rob Schneider. Also the show at, at Real Rob. Please. Oh, Real Real Rob. At Real Real, real, real Rob. Rob. Uh, and Patricia Maya is your what? Mm-hmm. Is your Twitter handle? Yes, my no, Twitter. real Patricia S C H. Yes, correct. Real Patricia P R A T R I C I A S C H. I like to make it easy. Okay, and uh, <laughs> Netflix, real Rob at real real Rob. You will not be disappointed. I promise. Go go do that. And also Netflix. A reminder about our friends at BeyondHealth.com uh, who. Uh, you might want. I'm, I'm going to look at what he's got there, Doctor Francis. I, Thank I'm, you. I'm your good student, Rob. I want. I do. Thank you. Me. Pretty I, good stuff. I would. I would. I would talk to him about your curcumin because okay. our stuff's a little different. Because yeah. I think it could be some stuff. I mean, that's a good one to get to build up the tolerance. You can't just start at like three pills and just. All right. Does okay. Curcumin sport have zinc and magnesium in it? Well, uh, I would just say this. this is, I have to see it. Grab it. There's yeah, one Bernard, that has we, stuff we, called. We're, we're big, I'm big on polyphenols. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, we're working with an organization called Bergamet, Bergamet NA, and they have a new product, uh, Bergamet Sport. It doesn't say here whether it has – you have to get me the bottle. Here's what you might be able to do. Yeah. I got this thing. If you take the curcumin with coconut oil, it will calm it down. Like MCT coconut oil? Well, just, pure just, coconut oil. just pure coconut oil. I think. What like, ha- like drink the coconut oil first. Well, I would then I'll have diarrhea and. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's gonna smell like coconut. Well, smell like rice. It's my coconut. It actually does curcumin. better with oil if got you it. take it together. All right. So that, I think because natural be snacks an makes a great curcumin. I, that's why I got involved with them, and then the, that it did didn't work. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a good one if you can find a way to tolerate it. Something. But you're, but you're, but that is again. These there's some the 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 world of of I've said this before when I, we got behind bergamot that the world of supplements is really coming into an age now where there's actually things that you can do with them. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that that, that, that yeah. of, I mean, preventative medicine yeah. is the only place we can grow in medicine. It's 3%. It's all after, in, it's all after onset of yeah. disease is all our medicine now. We have to change that. All right. See you next time. 